Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show on 106.7 Buzz 2. Inside the 15, Bears want to go quickly. Fake the handoff. Outside they go. Richmond, stutter step. At the 5. Into the end zone! Touchdown for the third time! Christian Richmond's got a hat trick! And the Bears take the lead! How about it? Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap the previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Third and long here for Braylon Smith. Will they throw on third down? Nope. Hale up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Central Arkansas! Cherry on top, Darius Hale, his seventh of the season. The freshman is feasting. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. Hudson, part of a three-receiver set to the right side. They're going to hand it off to Hale. He's going to go left side. At the five, four, three, two, touchdown. Central Arkansas, Darius Hale for the third time tonight. Hat trick for Richmond in the last outing. Darius Hale gets the first of his career tonight, and the Bears are cruising. And also brought to you in part by Splash Car Wash, AT&T, Highland Dairy, Conway Corp, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and the Arkansas Beef Council. There goes Hale up the middle. He's gone. He's going to go to the house. All the way to the end zone. He got caught at the end, but he's in for another score, another long run. 50-plus yards by Darius Hale. Late flag comes in, but it was after the score, and Darius Hale is over 200 yards on the night. Unbelievable performance by the freshman this evening. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. Trustin Oliver all alone on the right side. Hand off of the middle. Hale pushing into the end zone. He did it 17 times last year, and he does it again today. Darius Hale with a touchdown run right up the gut. Bears go power football, and they make it pay as he makes it into the end zone. And that is his first touchdown run of 2022. And not his last. Welcome in for the Nathan Brown Show. Uh, nothing like getting three. If you're going to get one, you might as well get three. Bears win at 31-16. Darius Hale with a big night. We've seen it before. We'll see it again, hopefully, but another hat trick for him. I didn't even mention that during the broadcast, but uh, two on the ground, one through the air. I feel like Paul Revere should be here. Two if by ground, one if by air. Anyway, good game for him and a good game for the Bears to get on track and knock off Idaho State. And Coach, uh, it's always good to get a win. It's great to get a road win. Big win. And as you know, to win in the fashion we won going across the country, I mean, that's not easy. I don't care who you're playing. And playing against a respectable conference in the Big Sky Conference, uh, Idaho State is obviously, uh, you know, getting getting a new coach and, and getting their program set to where they want it to be. And, 
you know, we were fortunate enough to have a little more depth, a little more talent on Saturday than they did, and, and, and we, we did what we should have done. We went over there and we, we played good football. We won the game. But once again, you, you, you can never, uh, you know, discount the, the, the trip and the, and, the, uh, and, and the time change and just the, just the change of, uh, you know, we went, went to elevation. I mean, there's a lot of factors, and yeah. our guys handled it all like professionals. Yeah, I was, you know, I hadn't thought about it much before, right before kickoff, is the earlier starts, earliest start of yeah. the season. And, again, you're in a different time zone, like you said, we're in the mountain time zone. Uh, what would you guys do to try to sort of uh, get your guys ready to roll? I mean, obviously, didn't have the best start, so I don't know if that was yeah. anything, although that's been, been kind of a theme. But uh, you guys definitely woke up pretty pretty big time in the second quarter. Well, I, I, luckily we got uh, to, to, to Pocatello, Idaho the, the, the day before early enough we could go to the stadium, kind of move around you know, get our wits about us. Playing in a dome is different. I mean, that's not something UCA does every year or very often at all. So uh, to go over there and move around and walk through and, and uh, throw throw the ball and just kind of get get, get get our bearings about us in a tight, almost arena football-like yeah. uh, stadium is different. I mean, you, you probably said it many times on the cast. I mean, it just was a different setting. Uh, so that was good to get over there on Friday. And then we woke them up pretty early on Saturday morning. We got, got, got ourselves awake, moved around, walked them through, got some meeting time in. Uh, you know, fed them breakfast and, and then and then and then got got about our way. So I think that was a good way to get started, and, and it's going to be similar this week. You know, we've got a two o'clock kick this week, so uh, you know we're going to go with a similar schedule, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully getting that under our belt, we'll be uh, we'll be accustomed and ready for it for the rest of the year. We were in an arena-like setting, and there was not much room on the sideline, so it did feel like. We were playing arena ball, and Will McElveen's kind of got an arena ball kind of game, doesn't he? Yeah, you right. Finally saw what we were promised through the fall, Coach, and I know you had to be thrilled to see him have success. Parents made the trip from yeah. Iowa. It's good to see them and meet them, And uh, but he, I thought he played great. Offensive line, you know, gave him some time, and, you know, when it, things did break down, he made some really good plays with his feet and, and extended plays. Well, we had a good game plan going in. We knew we were going to be able to, to, to get some, some easy throws and get him going quick. Uh, I don't know how many at what point or how many he he completed in a row, but I mean he went 24 of 29, and that's with two drops. I mean like like he could have easily been 26 of 29 uh, on the night, and uh, and and you know we knew it was going to be a high percentage night, but he he obviously uh, he, he obviously excelled at that, and, and that's good to see. And you know we had a great running attack that helped as well. We were able to keep him off balance. I thought our play action game was key in the game as well. Um, and, and again, kudos to our O line. I mean when you when you throw for that many yards and be able to, you know, spring loose Darius and, and Kylan like we did throughout the night, great job by the line. No doubt. Uh, also, J.D. White, coach, been waiting for another receiver to emerge. We've seen a couple of guys play well. Miles Butler had a good game in the out in the first game, and then obviously you've, you've leaned on Gerard Barnes a little bit the last couple games, your leading receiver. But J.D. White is a guy that we knew was a matter of, you know, when, not if, that he would break out. And especially on some crossing routes, he really yeah. killed them, played awfully well his first 100-yard game as a receiver. Yeah, in college. again, you, you you expect big things out of JD. We knew he was a good player when we recruited him, uh, and he you know he he was an opportunistic on Saturday. I mean, bottom line is, uh, you know, some big third down catches, um, and obviously had some really good you know yards after catch when he got the ball in his hands. So, uh, you know, that hopefully that's a confidence builder for him. Uh, hopefully that's a confidence builder just for our wide receiver room. I thought a lot of wide receivers made big plays. Jared Long had a huge third down catch in yeah. the game late. Uh, you know, Gerard still had some good catches, and Miles Miles had a catch or two, and. You know, uh, JD and some of them guys had to step up, and you know we've been we've been banged up a little bit at receiver in some spots, and you know getting some guys fully healthy and getting back to the routine like we thought they would be. You know, some guys have had to step up along the way, and we've done a good job of that. Uh, three honors handed out by the league for your players, and we've actually got two of the three here tonight. Corley Hooper will join us in a little bit. Defensive Player of the Week, seven tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, half a sack, an interception, which was huge, and a fumble recovery for a touchdown, which was even. 
Bigger. Huger, can I say? <laughs> uh, but it was an awfully big play. Darius Hale, Offensive Player of the Week, two TD runs, a TD catch, 17 for 114 on the ground and 6.7 yards of carry. Then Freshman of the Week, Coach, a guy we haven't talked about much this year, but Sean Smith, who um, got Freshman of the Week for his interception and uh, his aggressive nature on special teams. How about that? Hey, it's a learning moment. Yeah. yeah he took it out a couple times. You know, He's a kid that's going to have – he's got one, he's got a huge upside. I mean, he's one of the fastest guys on the team. Uh, he was a track track star in high school, um, and, and he's going to be a really good cornerback for us. He's obviously a backup right now, but he's going to get more and more playing time. But he's a playmaker. I mean, bottom line is, is a lot of these guys, skill guys we recruit were also offensive guys and return guys in high school, and he's a guy that has a good ability at that. And so, uh, you know, learning moments. He shouldn't have took either one of those balls out. That was kind of frustrating, you know. And we knew with the altitude, I mean, and indoors, no elements, I mean, there was a good chance we were going to get some touchbacks. Yeah. Uh, he didn't like that idea. So we, we, <laughs> we made the adjustment on Sunday night, and he'll be better for it. Well, and that was the other thing, too. We'll talk about it in the special team segment tonight, but uh, your guys did a great job, yeah. I thought, on special teams, kicking the ball. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we're about due for our first break. Coming up in a little bit here, we're going to talk, I guess, after the break to uh, our Offensive Player of the Week and our Defensive Player of the Week. And we'll see who decides to go first. I'll let them arm wrestle for it, Coach, because I don't want to PC either one of those two. That'd be a good arm wrestle. Yeah, it would be between those two. It's a couple strong dudes. But uh, Corley Hooper and Darius Hale. Um, so we're due for our first break. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, and it'll be a surprise. We'll see which one of these guys will come over here first, and we'll get them on the show here. It's the Nathan Brown Show. We're at Walk-Ons in Conway. Got a good crowd tonight. We've got back-to-back Monday night football games, Coach. we got one underway right now. Start thinking about who you like tonight, because that's gonna. I'll just give you a heads up. That's gonna be in the two minute drill. So uh, you got Tom pick, Brady. <laughs> he's not playing tonight. He already won this oh, weekend. Yeah. Oh, and he's actually gonna figure into the two minute drill as well. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Much more coming up with the Nathan Brown Show here from Walk Ons and Conway. I'm Buzz Two One Zero Six Seven. Have a question or comment for the head bear? Send Justin a message on Twitter at JustinAkry7. Now back to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, 955 South Amity Road, on the Buzz Radio Network. Play action. Hayes stumbles. Hit. Ball is out. It's on the turf. Picked up into the end zone. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. Corley Hooper again. He had the interception earlier. And he's got the scoop and score right there. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons here at Conway. And, Coach, a couple of big turning points from your defense. But let me start with one word. Uh, you may be familiar with T.I. I know you're a big fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, song Big Things Popping. That's what I was yeah. feeling like up in the boot. There was a lot of hitting going on. It was a violent attack by your defense, Coach. That was so good to see. Yeah. I mean, you, you know we play with violence, and you coach it and you teach it, but uh, I don't think there was any question who the more physical team was Saturday um, and, and some of those hits. And, and here's the here's the part that makes me so happy as a coach was they were clean hits. Yeah. You know, our helmet was to the side. We were leading with our shoulder. But then we were really bringing the thump when we hit. And so a uh, guy sitting next to me right now had a couple huge hits, you know, where he's, he's, he's being physical and playing like the linebacker's supposed to. And then you know, Christian Kane had a big one on the sideline. Trey Green had a monster one on the sideline uh, lodging the ball loose. I mean, T-Bird had several big hits. I mean, what a – 
what a great showing by our, by our defense. I think they had a creative plan. I think we had an aggressive plan, and I think we went and executed it. Coach Kitchens also has told us that uh, we basically got a directive on the plane right back. We're not allowed to say tomorrow anymore. He's like, this sounds so weird. Just call him T-Bird, it, it, man. It really does. It's way easier for us anyway. So let's uh, – ooh, that's getting some feedback. Let me turn that down a little bit. All right, we got uh, our defensive player of the week in the A-Sun this week, Corley Hooper, who has made a uh, quick rise up through the ranks and taking advantage of his opportunities. Congratulations on a big game and a big win. And uh, that had to feel pretty sweet to uh, play a major role in that victory. Yes, sir, no doubt. Uh, we just wanted to get that first win. That's what we got, so that was important. You've been uh, kind of rising up through the ranks. You made a pretty notable play. I thought big hit in the first game. You get your first start at Ole Miss, and now you're making an interception and a scoop and score touchdown. I mean, I don't know what's next, but you may have to, like, you know, drive the bus next week. I don't know. I don't know what's nah. left for you. Uh, I just it's, – it's a lot of practice, you know. Coach Jackson practices hard. And I think that prepares us for the game. You know, there's no opportunity or instance that comes up that we haven't prepared for, and I think that's big time. So, Seven tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, half a sack, the interception, fumble recovery, touchdown. Um, I want to talk to you about the week before, though. You grew up in, is it Ecru? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Ecru, Mississippi? Ecru. Okay. You never know what these sometimes small towns pronounce it kind of funny. You know, some people come there and say, El Dorado, what are you talking about? Anyway. Uh, 35 miles from the campus, and you make your first start at Ole Miss. That had to be amazing. It had, uh, I mean, just incredible turn of events to, to get a start over there. Uh, it was awesome. You know, we uh, ran out of the tunnel for warm-ups, and my brother had told me he goes to Ole Miss, and he had told me that he was going to have his purple on front row in the student section. Sure enough, ran out. He's front row in the student section yelling, go Bears, you know, and all my buddies were there. I'd, I'd got him some UCA gear, and they all were rocking it. So, you know, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was that environment for you? I mean, oh, that's the second I, biggest crowd ever for a UCA team to play in front of. I thought it was awesome. That's what I told everybody. You know, it uh, pregame and when you run out, it's awesome seeing all those people here and all. But when the ball snaps, it's just football. You know, you're locked into your keys. You're They're going so fast, you're trying to get everybody lined up, and, and you're not worried about the crowd at that point. You're just trying to play football, and, and that's what it was like. So You came here from JUCO. What was the attraction to UCA? Uh coaches first off and then just just the people when I came on my visit Logan Jessup and Austin Eldridge were my host and uh, I really just enjoyed the type of people that were on this football team and you know I made a great decision because there's even better people on this football team that I didn't know about so I'm just thankful for that so you know I would think it gets the, the coaches fired up it does obviously coach Brown already mentioned it offensive players I'm sure get fired up but as a fellow defensive player one of your guys lays a legal lick on somebody like we saw the other night. What's that feel like? Oh, you know, that's big time. It's just it brings a lot of energy and juice. You know, they had some big – they had some long drives the other night just chopping at us, chopping us, third down conversion here or there. And and we just have a big hit, you know, dislodge a ball from a ball carrier or receiver at the time, and that just brings extreme energy to the defense, you know, to get off the field in that fashion. It's just big time, and I think it showed. Talking to Corley Hooper here on the Nathan Brown Show, walk-ons tonight. Uh, tell me what you saw in the interception, and was that something you, you you got from film, or was it something just instinctual? Um, well, Coach Jackson had told us there was going to be more instances like that in the game than we had practiced that week. They were going to push the running back out to the boundary quicker than what we had experienced the first two games, and uh, he lined up. He had a little bit of wider split, so I figured he'd be out fast, and when he did, they just ran double verts right there, and Supposed to run with two, but one came in, so he turned into number two. And, you know, it was just over the top right there to, to make it happen and just went up and got the ball. So that's how it was. It's a good breakdown. Football player. I like that, yeah. That, that's called making a play. That's right? it. 
And then on the scoop and score, obviously T-Bird flew in there and uh, laid a lick. Quarterback had spun, you know, after his drop, and by the time he turned around, he was getting whacked. And you were able to be in the right place, right time. What was the key there? Hey, let me say something real fast on this, by the way. His his good buddy Caden Brown is still mad at him. He is, he is. Caden Brown, if you watch the film, Caden Brown's literally bending over to pick it up. That's big right. defense, big 300 pounder gets his first opportunity and Corley takes it from him. And you know, we uh, we watched the film and the balls just kind of bounced it his way, and then at the last second it just jumps my way. I, I told him, You just got to live right, man. You start living right, that's that's what happens. Ball bounces your way right there. So. I don't know if Caden does anything but like hunt and play football. <laughs> so I don't right. know how much uh, he could be, how much trouble he could be getting nah, into. He's living right. Do you I'm think if he had scooped it, he could have made it to three yards into the end zone? Absolutely. We would have blocked for him. He would have got in there. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So uh, let's talk about this week. This is a really big challenge. Coach and I were talking, and he, he was saying, and I don't think this is hyperbole, this is a team that, you know, is comparable to Missouri State, a team that's – and they've already knocked off a top-20 team, and, you know, their only loss was to an Iowa State team that's undefeated three games in. So what, what have you seen so far from SEMO? I think they're good up front, and I think they have a, a, a really good quarterback. He's uh, He makes the throws that he's supposed to make, and he's accurate, and, you know, they got a good running back. We're just We're just going to have to play our game. You know, it's – it's it's not always about the opponent it's a lot of it about a lot of it is about us you know just how we prepare what we do the scheme that we put in you know coach kitchen is going to put the scheme in to beat them we just we just got to make the plays you know so i think a lot of it has to do with you have to know your opponent but you have to know your team you have to know what you're going to be doing you have to execute it right you know so that's that's the biggest thing for us i just feel like you know you have to know your opponent but we also have to have a great week of practice, and we just we have to play our game. Yeah, we got to play fast and physical like we did last week. And I, I think when we look up at the scoreboard, it'll be how we like it if we do that. So. I like that. That's good. Uh, were you always a linebacker? Uh, yes, sir. I've I've played linebacker, and I, I played some quarterback in high school. So, yes, sir. But I've always played linebacker. Okay. So, so what's harder? High school quarterback or college linebacker? Uh, college linebacker, okay. absolutely. You know, I was a big uh, three-by-one, get get man coverage on the backside, throw the fade ball in high school. That was my quarterback day. So if, if I didn't like it, I just took off and ran. So, okay. That's yes, good. Sir. And you obviously played linebacker in JUCO. Yes, sir. You know, Coach, we talked about this a little bit, and, and this is a good example of it. You know, we, we've talked about a lot about the portal guys, and everybody's looking at these FBS transfers. Sometimes FCS transfers are going to face one that's familiar this week that you played against before at a different school, but a little bit lost in the shuffle, maybe Juco kids, and yeah. obviously got an awfully good one here in Corley. Well, I think he's a young man that got overlooked. I mean, you don't have 100 tackles in the Mississippi Junior College League and, and not be a great player. And so, you know, I don't know why things work out they do the way they do sometimes, but we're fortunate enough that people overlooked him, uh, whether it was – whether it was size, speed, I don't know what it was, but we, we saw enough in him early on to go all in on him, and uh, he's been nothing but great since he's been here uh, coming in coming in the spring semester, and, you know, he's solidified that linebacker position. You know, you can win with guys like him. You can win championships with guys like him that play the way he does. Corley, we do a two-minute drill at the end. We put Coach under the gun, and we ask him a bunch of rapid-fire questions. Uh, he usually gives us good, thoughtful answers. I'll ask you one of his questions, so we'll give Coach a heads up on one of his. What is your go-to? Because you've been driving a lot. I mean, you got to right. go back and forth to Mississippi. Right. What's your go-to road trip gas station snack? I'm not a big 
gas station snack guy because you got to spend money, you know. So I'm, yeah. I'm more of a energy drink and water guy and just truck it the whole way home and, and get home. And mom's usually got some food ready. So what's mom's what's mom's specialty? Uh, she's a great cook, so she really doesn't have a specialty. Anything she cooks is usually going to be top shelf. So. I love it. That's good. Yes, I hope she's listening. I mean, you're making plays. <laughs> you're kissing up to mom. I mean, you're nailing it. That's right. You're killing it over here. How's school going? Going good. Yeah? What are you studying over here? Uh, business. I'm a business major. So. Okay. You're all business on the field. I know that. Yes, sir. That's, that's the best way to be. I love it. Good luck this week. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. There you go. There's your defensive player of the week in the A-Sun this week, Corley Hooper. He's getting a double double dose of interviews. We got him on the post-game show. Uh, Steve will ask him, like, two good questions among the seven he fired at him. I kid. And uh, it was great. So, yeah, defensively, Coach, you know, we talked about it. We were, it was a rough week for Christians. And we talked about we were we were down two Christians, we thought, on the coaches' show. And then we lost a Christian, a Mike Christian Kane. I know it. He wasn't available to go, but he's back this week. Yeah. He's been on the men. But uh, then we saw another we got another Christian in the mix. you got a bunch of Christians on this team. That's yeah, good. But uh, Christian Kane was back and yeah. obviously gave you some depth on the back end a little bit. Well, it helps. I mean, look, I, here, here here's here's what can happen really fast in a position. I mean, you lose one guy, and, it, and, and you just think about the games. You're like, man, like you, you don't have Christian Kane for the games. He's had a lot of success in the past. You don't think about three or four practices during the week where guys are getting extra reps, their legs are tired, all those things. So getting Christian Kane back, he'll be even more healthy this week. Uh, you'll see see him integrate into the rotation even more. That's a big deal for our defense. Absolutely. All right, we're going to flip over and talk a little more offense. Darius Hale with a huge game. We've seen him get three in a game before. And, man, it was fun to see him get three again at Idaho State. So we'll visit with the sophomore from Texas, the freshman All-American last year, and the A-Sun Freshman of the Year as well as the A-Sun Player of the Week this week for his performance in the victory. So we'll get to that coming up. 723, you're listening to the Nathan Brown Show from Walk-Ons and Conway. Come on by, grab some grub, and we'll be back in a moment on Buzz 2 1067. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. Hale set behind McIlvain. He'll shift his two tight ends to the right side now. Hale, up the middle, right side, forging forward, and he is into the end zone for the third time today. Two rushing, one receiving. All hail Darius. The Bears extend the lead. All right, welcome back in to walk-ons here in Conway. And, Coach, let's turn our attention to the offense. And before we bring in Darius Hale, we talked about a couple of other guys who had breakout performances. What was the key, do you think, to getting Will on track this week? Well, I think another year, or excuse me, another week of confidence. I mean, another week into practice, another week into what we're trying to do verbiage-wise and just, uh, you know, all the things. And I think a little of that is the opponent you're playing. I mean, I mean, you play a team like Ole Miss, I mean, they made Georgia Tech look pretty bad on Saturday too, you know. And, and, and so, Will, 
I think it just took a couple plays, a couple throws, a couple quick stuff to get his get his confidence going. Uh, obviously, he knows he knows we can run the ball, but then he knows he, he you know to a certain extent I think he was probably putting too much pressure on himself. And I think he went out there and relaxed. I think he uh, I think he was he knew the game plan in and out, and he went out and executed. And that was that was impressive to see. And I think that's just a little sample size of what he can do and what he can be. You're going to play a quarterback this week that uh, threw it to 11 different guys. Didn't get quite that many folks involved, but. One of the things I like this week, too, is you got, obviously, playmakers in space, including the guy we're about to talk to, the player of the week this week in the A-Sun. But he and Kylan James, out of the backfield, both made some plays in the passing game. Yeah, so so I think between the both of them, I'm not exactly sure the numbers is. They had ten, maybe nine. Kylan, yeah, five for Kylan. Uh, Darius had three. Yeah, so eight catches between your two running backs. Tristan one. Yeah, nine catches between your running backs. That's a big deal. I mean, if you can get your running backs involved, not only just hand on the football, but then, you know, whether it's check downs or, or outlet passes, I mean, hitting Darius in the flat on a hot route, and he makes two guys miss, and he gets in the end zone. I mean, that's huge. That's, yeah. that's stuff you can't account for. That, that that makes Will look really good when they can do that. Well, hat tricks are the sort of the way he does things. Darius Hale joining us. Uh, good to get off the snide, and you did it in a big way. So three touchdowns. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, honored by the, the league this week, Darius. Uh, A-Sun freshman of the year last year, All-American, and now A-Sun player of the week, and hopefully we can build on that. This week, what, what do you think the keys were this week and to getting the offense on track finally? Uh, I definitely think we practiced those running backs swings all week. So definitely doing that and getting me and KP the ball in space, which we talked about all week, that definitely helped us to get a win. But the offensive line played well. You obviously got a big piece of the uh, starting rotation back in there, which helps. But uh, pass protection was fantastic and obviously opened some holes for you guys. What do you think of the lines played this week? They played real good. And, you know, we got a good freshman, Will Diggins. He's real good. He's going to be real good. And then Hunter was back this week, so that definitely hit us out. You know, Mayo got his uh, helmet ripped off. When you see a guy, you know, we saw a little scrum yesterday in the yeah. Saints game. When a guy goes after one of your dudes, they get you fired up? Yes, sir, every time. It's not but cool. I can't do too bad because I don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt. No, we need you to stay in the game. I wasn't real happy when uh, when Lattimore got kicked out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans is such an instigator. <laughs> Ooh, I hate that guy. <laughs> anyway, um, back to the game. How was it playing inside? Was it a little different? Uh, it was definitely different. I was a little tired, a little bit faster than usual. But, no, it was I mean, it was just another football game, honestly. I don't always go down the field, but I did this time just because it was a unique deal. The, the turf was new. Yeah. seemed pretty soft to me. How would you compare it to other turf you played on? Uh, it was definitely soft, easy to run on, but, I mean, pretty. it felt no, pretty much normal. Okay. So let's talk about the run. This is like the good news, bad news, right? Yeah. You get 75 yards. Uh, but unfortunately, the guy had the angle on you. I mean, and you know, you would run a long way. So he didn't have to run as far as you did. He was playing the defensive yeah. backfield. He was he had a head start on you. So I honestly, wouldn't expect him. I it was my fault. I slowed down a little bit because I wouldn't expect him to come from that far and give me. So that was my fault. Yeah. What happened on that play? It's a huge hole opened up. Well, we we knew that was going to hit like that all week. So I just kind of slow played it, let uh, Eldridge get the block on that back, and I just cut up right underneath and hit it real fast, and it was. There was another one. I think it was a third down run where you guys had been stoned on first and second, and you guys went double tights on the right side, and you just followed them right in the end zone, made it look easy peasy. Uh, How does it feel when you can line up? It's like you know we're running. We know we're running. Everybody in here knows we're running, but we're still going to run on you and get what we want. That's got to feel good. Yeah, it feels good every time. I mean, can't nobody stop our Buffalo Packers. I mean, I I have full confidence in it, so I just run. Let's go. Uh, You and I talked before the season uh, on the day of the first game about your relationship with Kylan, and, He's a guy that uh, he wants lots of opportunities, and he made the most of some opportunities. Man, he looked really good. Nice spin move out in space after a catch. 
Talk to the folks who, who didn't hear that that uh, interview about your relationship with him. Sounds like you guys are not only friends, but you push each other. Yeah, I mean, even like, you know, of course everybody's going to get frustrated. They can't score a now. But honestly, I mean, we get back on the sideline, and it's, I mean, same old energy. We don't have no complications. Our running back room is real competitive. We're all like best friends, really. So, it's no, I mean, it's not really hard feelings. We all want to see each other win. We all want to win at the end of the day. So, it's no hard feelings. It's the first time we've flown in a while. And it was the first time the Bears have won a, a trip where you guys flew since 2007, which is crazy. Although most of those were against playoff teams on the road. So, understandably, it's been some stiff competition. Anybody on the team a nervous flyer? Colin is a nervous flyer. Okay. He was crying. He was basically crying on the plane when take off. We were just texting on the runway. He was already scared. So, it was a cool experience. When we hit that bump on the way back, oh, did, yeah. he, did he trip out a little yeah. bit? He, started, he woke up because I, I was watching him. He woke up out of his sleep jumping nervous. <laughs> hey, the fact that he can sleep is amazing. Yeah. I've never been able to sleep on a plane. Good yeah. for him. He actually wasn't even sleeping in the chair. He laid on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Had he flown before? No, that was his first flight. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty crazy. Yes, okay. All right, well, you guys get to drive again this week so you can relax. What's, uh, let's talk about at SEMO. And, look, for folks around here who maybe don't follow the OBC, they don't maybe not know a lot about this team, but this team has been impressive so far. You know, they've got a transfer quarterback who's played well. they got a running back who's about to set the all-time touchdown record, which, let's just be honest, I mean, you might be that running at some point, too. He's got to stick around a couple more years. Um, what are some keys this week? Uh, I, did, I mean, we saw uh, from film, they do a lot of three-down blitzes. They do a lot of cornerback blitzes. They even didn't want a cornerback blitz from the middle of the field, so I think pass protection is going to be a big key that we need to uh, focus on this week. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk to you about the play of the game, I thought. The 75-yard run was great, but, man, you got low on a guy who came in to rush, and he went backside over tea kettle. I can't say it the way I normally would, but you know what I'm talking about. Feet went flying up in the air, looked like a body, you know, flying out of a, uh, I don't know, it was ugly. But uh, what was the key there? Is that, uh, is that, is that the goal you're trying to, trying to upend well, a dude? Well, I'm not supposed to talk. But he was coming him, in real. Him and I had a good argument about this last night. So, I so you're bringing a, up. You, I thought it was you didn't know, but we, 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 you're bringing up bad blood. It's more like a half a chop. I mean, you just went a little low. It's not your fault. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was excited What's when I seen it on me. I probably watched it 20 times. Oh, it was so awesome. I mean, it was. I was. I caught it too, and then we were all watching replay. Oh, dude. So what? Uh, what are you supposed to do there? Honestly, I honestly didn't see him. It was really a last minute thing. But I was just trying to make sure we wouldn't get hit, so I just had to take him out. That's yeah. the only way I could get to him. Well, I'm glad the guy got up. It was an ugly, ugly fall. You like blocking? Okay. How about you guys ran uh, quite a bit. We heard that this was going to happen. It seemed like maybe it was more of that than we've seen before with two backs in there. You guys like being in there together? Yes. What, what does that do for you offensively? I mean, they don't know where, who's about to get the ball. I mean, we can run the ball to the left. We can turn around and run it to the right. One person can block. The other one can go out the backfield. So, I mean, it's hard to tell what we're about to do. Uh Coach, can I? I don't know if I should ask this or not, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Uh, we have any wildcat in there? Is there any wildcat in the playbook? Okay, we do. Okay. <laughs> we just gotta call it, but we do. Okay. Did you watch any football yesterday? No. No NFL. Okay. Have, you, have you ever seen this guy throw though? No. Ooh, great. great. Really good. Now he is. Now I will give him this. I saw Kylan throw a touchdown last he, year. He has a baseball background. Yeah. But he's not the best football throwing running back. Yeah, I can ball. agree on that. What? How, how far can you throw a football? Maybe 30 yards. I, don't. <laughs> I heard a dude talking about Lamar Jackson yesterday that he could stand on, like, one goal line and, like, throw it all the way to the other end of the field. That's, oh, no, that's crazy. I'm not making it that far. No, that's, that's insane. Okay. Well, listen, good luck this week. I appreciate you coming on. Sorry. Great job. And uh, maybe three more this week? That's the goal. Okay. That's hey, I want to know what, what, what his favorite gas station food is. Oh, yeah. What, do you eat gas station food? Yeah. We got a place called Bucky's Deck. Oh, we know Bucky's. Oh, yeah. 
my, I get a butter toffee popcorn and <laughs> a blue Gatorade and ice. Okay. Very specific. That's my go-to here, though. Well, if you stop in there with Corley, you know, maybe get him some because apparently he's too cheap to buy any food over there. Yeah, I'll get him some gumbo. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't walk out of Bucky's without something. Oh, yeah. That is true. I and mean, there's too many good things in there. All right, we got to hit a break. I thought I could do this all night. Talk about Bucky's. My gosh, I could go for one of their pork sandwiches right now. Yes, so right. good. Anyway, 736, plenty of grub here at Walk-Ons as well. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back in just a second. We'll continue on. We'll get to our, speaking of uh, eating, how about the beef report from the Arkansas Beef Council? We'll find out a little bit more about the SEMO team. They are uh, going to be a tough out. They have had a good start to their season. So talk to Coach about some keys with that coming up as well. Stay with us. Nathan Brown Show continues from Walk-Ons in Conway after this. Go purple, go gray, go UCA. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway, a great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. Third down, big play coming up. Hayes looking left, steps up, throws late ball, intercepted. It is intercepted and going the other way, and we've talked about him a lot. It's Sean Smith. Off the deflection, in and out of the hands of the receiver, and a pickoff by Sean Smith. We're going the other way with 2.22 to go. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons at Conway, 7.40. Coach, we talked a little bit about uh, the defense, the violent nature, uh, flying to the ball. Got to give – boy, Demetrius Charles still playing uh, an incredibly high level, and I know Tiber has got his sights set on being the leading tackler again, but – uh, they tied with Ada PC the other day. It's getting interesting in the leading tackler race. Yeah, D- DC had a good night the other night. He, you know, DC is always one of those kids that he's got a nose for the football. I mean, you know, bottom line is, is when you when you look up, number eleven is usually going to be around the football, and uh, and that's good, especially in your linebacker room. I mean, you spoke to Corley earlier. He's the same way. I mean, you, you put a bunch of football players at the second level, and 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 they can go make plays. I mean, that's always what you're looking for, especially as a as a defensive scheme, when you put together a defensive scheme and, 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 and running, running your show through your linebackers, they've got to do that. So leading tackler is T-Bird. And we, we call Demetrius D.C.? D.C. So what's it, Corley have a nickname? Corley, Corley Scooper. From now on, I like it. Corley Scooper. you got a scoop. Uh, <laughs> hey, how about Caden Brown? Let's talk about him for a second, Coach, because I thought, you know, he yeah. didn't – the numbers weren't real significant. Tackle for loss, half a sack. But I thought he really impacted the game quite a bit throughout. I mean, just causing some problems. Caden's playing at a really high level right now. I think the linebackers would be the first to tell you that. I mean, he, he, you know, a lot of a lot of the things those two inside guys do are dirty work. They take care of double teams. They play their gaps to free up the second-level guys. But, man, Caden's got a knack for the football. He always has. He plays really well down the line. If you know, A lot of teams you'll see will run stretch plays, and Caden's good at just shuffling down the line, making the play for a no gain. Uh, had a big half sack, I think, there uh, at, to, in the first half. I mean, a big hit on the quarterback. Oof, that was violent. Um, he just he's playing at a high level. That kid, that kid's a, a joy to coach, and uh, he's probably playing the best football he's ever played here. Let's talk about special teams. And Hayden Ray seems to be back to, to normal. Made a, yeah. his only field goal attempt the other night and obviously drilled all his extra points. Um, feeling good about where he is. And, and also we got to give Jake Ward some love. Yeah, it, 
Well, start with Hayden. I mean, we, me and you obviously talked about this off air. I mean, the, the, the confidence has never been wavered by me. Uh, you know, obviously he's he's uh, you know he started the season off 0 for 2 on field goals and shots he probably should have made. Right? I mean, he would be the first to tell you that. But he's followed that up with a big kick at Ole Miss and obviously a big kick the other night. And uh, he just he just got a solid presence about him. He's a he's a veteran. He's done it for a long time. Uh, and Jake Ward, bottom line, I mean, he put the ball in the end zone really every time. I think they brought it out twice. Um, but but again, he was. One thing, one thing he is doing is not only kicking it strong, but he's getting good hang time. And, two, he's, he's putting the ball where it needs to be. We're a placement kick, kickoff team. He puts it in the corner where he's supposed to put it, and he did a great job of that. I thought Chandler had a great job, great, great day punting, too. I mean, almost 45 yards average. Uh, pinned him inside, inside the five once and should. I mean, I wish it would have got reviewed. Boy. Uh, originally called on the field, pinned inside the one, and then they, they decided to – I guess they decided the ball across the plane by an inch. I don't know. I guess they I did. Mean, I would like to have seen a replay, a, it was, too. It was a pretty good effort by Justin Kyers, our deep snapper. I mean, he went parallel to the ground, knocked it back in. Uh, but, yeah, man, our, I'll tell you what, our specialist room is playing at a high level right now. It's good to see. Yeah, a 58-yarder um, was the long for Coffron. Really impressive. So, um, so, as far as coverage, I guess we had one, maybe one kick return leak out a little bit yeah they got a really good i mean they dynamic kick return though he's yeah. made some plays on offense too he's a good player and, and and really we just we just we we had a chance to make a play we just kind of kind of kind of missed a early early tackle on him and then got out of our lane and, and a good job by our safeties making the play down the field and uh you know we're, we're going to continue to get better that's something we're coaching hard i know coach scott that's an area of emphasis uh for us on on the special teams unit is that kickoff unit we'll be we'll continue to get better as long as jake Ward keeps kicking it the way he is we're going to be a good kickoff unit uh, when, the, when the season's all said and done this is a an interesting week you know going up against an ovc team in southeast missouri state a really good one at that and they opened up with a loss at iowa state but since then they've been very impressive they won at number 17 southern illinois a team that beat northwestern yeah. not northwestern state the team that plays in Evanston, Illinois, in the Big Ten. Chicago's Big Ten, too. Yes, uh, over the weekend. And then they crushed Nichols State over the weekend, 42-10. to 10. So, um, or 42-16, to 16, excuse me. So, tell me a little bit about this week. Let's start specifically. We, we talked about the venue last week. This is a unique situation. They're renovating their stadium to the point where they're not even letting broadcasters hang out over there, which is very sad. Don't get yourself started on that. And they've only got half the stadium in use. Anything unique that you know of about for you guys as far as locker rooms or anything like that? I don't know a whole lot about the setting. Again, this is my first trip as a coach there. I've been through Cape Girardeau before, but really just kind of driving through. I've seen the stadium when it was in full functioning. Uh, you know, you know, solid FCS stadium, but but I know they, they've had some issues, had to, had to demolish the home side, and so they're working with basically a functioning functioning one-sided stadium, uh, which is going to be a you know, a different venue for our guys. I mean, you know, as neat a venue as we played in last week and obviously as big a venue as we played in Ole Miss and then a home crowd, I mean, we're going to have to bring our own energy a little bit this week. I mean, when you're sitting on a sideline with no one behind you, um, that's a different feeling. So, um, you know, whereas at Idaho State, the way that setting's set up, their student section is literally looking on top of you. Yeah. That's, I mean, so so that that's always fun. I always I think our players and coaches enjoy that because that just brings extra energy. But, but yeah, this is going to be different, and it's something we're going to talk about. It's something we're going to be prepared for. Um, but, again, it's not going to have any effect on the game. We still, gotta, we still have to go play and play a good team uh, who's had a lot of success early in this season. 90 or excuse me 83 degrees i believe 82 83 degrees should be great weather for for the game going to cool off a little bit from the midweek heat we're going to get here i assume you guys are practicing outside and well, taking we, in the heat this we week are, we are and these guys can detest to me get going in and give them the pregame warning that uh, last night at practice i said y'all better start hydrating because i believe record highs are in store for tuesday and wednesday and so 
we'll be on the grass on Tuesday. It's a little cooler when we're practicing in our practice facility uh, with with the with the grass. Um, but we'll we'll probably be in our on the stripes uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So those will be warm practices. Yeah, it's supposed to be a hundred Wednesday, which is insane. Yeah, we'll take a few breaks. Yeah, not a fan. Seven seven and one all time against Southeast Missouri State, and the first meeting is Division One teams. I mentioned they've got a familiar face, and we'll go through the beef report in the final segment. But uh, Demario Vick, coach, guy that played yeah. for Missouri State playmaker for them 63206 don't know what led to the departure but uh that's a guy that definitely will have to be contended with this week among others yeah he's uh, he's one of the all-time leading receivers at missouri state so it was a bit of an eyebrow raiser when he left uh especially to you know go to a uh, parallel parallel uh team or, or program uh obviously some issues or something that, that led to that but again a great football player we've prepared for him in the past he's had success against us in the past we're going to be ready for him he's one of three really good receivers that we're going to have to prepare for and that quarterback's special he's uh he's in his first year starting and uh they they tick they tick as he ticks and he does a great job all right we'll do the beef report brought to you by the arkansas beef council after the break and we've got one segment left also a two-minute drill coach Got to get me picks for the NFL games tonight. I would probably go with the Bills right now. <laughs> They're taking a 17-7 lead into the half, it looks like. And then also, uh, your favorite gas station food. We're going to get to that in a second. So we'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Come back and wrap up the Nathan Brown Show tonight here at Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway. We're talking Bear football tonight on the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasting live from their location at 955 South Amity Road. Handoff of the middle, tackle down. They're not going to bother trying to punt it, and that'll end it. That was a good, slow play and run, and Nathan Brown waving to his team to come on out and celebrate. Let's go. Let's do some handshaking. Let's do some high-fiving. Let's do some winning. Bears pull it off here in Idaho for the first time ever at Idaho State. 31-16, your final. Central Arkansas improves to 1-2. Bengals 0-3 on the season. That's my favorite clip of the season so far. 100%. Bears win. We love it. Bears get to 1-2. Uh, Looking to get to 2-2 two two this week. The Beef Report on 2-1 Southeast Missouri State, courtesy of the Arkansas Beef Council. Beef, it's what's for dinner for Darius Hale. I guess Corley's got some some kind of meat between a bun over there, too. Darius is going steak. I've never seen anybody order a steak at Walk-Ons. Let's get the look. Oh, yeah, he's happy. And the, I'm telling you, those potatoes look ridiculous. He was mashing potatoes all day Saturday, Coach, and he is continuing the trend here in uh, in Conway. So he took yeah. brought that trend back home. I like That's it. Awesome. Uh, all right, let's talk about the, a couple of key players for this team. Oh, by the way, let's start on defense, too. The offensive guys get too much love anyway. But defensively, this is a team that has a guy named uh, Bryce Norman who was named the uh, OBC Defensive Player of the Week had 17 tackles in the win against wow. Nichols. That's a whole bunch. He's got 24 on the season, leads the team. Uh, they've got 17 tackles for loss and seven sacks in their three games so far this year. So, obviously, they're making some plays on defense. They play a lot of guys. Uh, they, they remind me a lot. We were talking about this earlier. They remind me a lot of, you know, length-wise, skill-wise, talent-wise to Missouri State. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of similarities. Uh, obviously, scheme-wise is a little different, but 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 talent-wise and just their ability, I mean, they're they're impressive. They're they're long. They've got some pass rushers, um, and then their defensive backfield can play now. They're 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 going to be they're going to be a good test for our offense and our skill guys. 
Uh, Gino Hess, coach, the running back, a couple touchdowns away from the SEMO record for totals. 33 rushing in his career, two receptions uh, for touchdowns, and then he's hasn't had a lot of success on the ground, but obviously they've played some great competition so far, about 50 yards a game or so. What's, uh, what have you seen from him in their run game? Well, I've heard about him for the last couple of years. I mean, just, you know, we didn't play him, but obviously you keep up with teams in the FCS and you hear his name. And, uh, you know, I saw that he was the preseason OVC player of the year or offensive player of the year. Um, so, but he's impressive. I mean, he's a, he's a thick kid. He reminds me a lot of the, his, the way he runs reminds me a lot of the Robinson kid from Illinois State yep. that we played against. Maybe yes, not quite quite that explosive but very similar style um he's going we're gonna have to follow him up i mean and and again he's a guy that usually it takes a gang tackle to get him down you know one guy doesn't usually get him down very well so uh, we're gonna have to be uh, efficient and we're gonna have to read read our keys and, and get on him quick because if he gets out on the edge he's tough to tackle okay last thing i want to ask you about the quarterback paxton de laurent he's a transfer from central methodist university and you got a pretty good one that transferred up a division and is having a lot of success in david walker 11 different receivers that I mentioned in the win over Nickel State. So he's spreading around 65%, eight touchdowns, two picks, about 288 a game. So they're obviously leaning on their passing attack more than the running game so far. But he's a pretty good runner, too. He's their second-leading rusher. Uh, but as a big guy at 6'5", uh, I would think that uh, maybe you can keep an eye on him a little bit better. What what have you seen from him on tape? I've been very impressed with him. I mean, he's, he's efficient with the football. If you give, they run a lot of RPO game. Uh, if you give him a, if you give him a look to throw the ball, he's usually very accurate with it. So uh, we're going to have to keep him bottled up. You know, he's a playmaker. Um, and and again, uh, I don't know that that uh, you know he's quite where Jason Shelley is yet. But but again, a guy that can make plays with his feet, but also get the ball down the field. So we'll have to keep an eye on him for sure. All right, it's time for our two minute drill. We have a special asker of the two minute drill questions today. What's your name, son? Luke. 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 What? Brown. Yeah, Luke Brown. That's your uh, that's your key piece. This is like your arm when you're throwing a football, so you got to keep it keep it open, okay? Don't put your hand over there. All right, Luke, let's hear from Luke Brown, everybody. He's going to ask the questions for Coach today. Are right, you ready? Okay, go ahead, Luke. What's our first question? Favorite energy drink. What's my favorite energy drink? That's right. Uh, sugar-free Red Bull. Sugar-free Red Bull. Let's go to this one, Luke. Favorite thing to hunt. Oh, favorite thing to hunt. Uh, well, I question like, from I like, Brown family. I like to fish. Probably, probably if I had to break it down, probably turkey hunting. Turkey hunting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about uh, bird hunting in, in Missouri this weekend? Pretty <laughs> There's good. Probably some up there. How about this one, Luke? Can we get this one in? Go to road trip gas station snack. Oh, go to road trip. Probably, uh, probably a fried burrito, like a fried burrito or crispito. You know that are rolling on the deals. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Those are really good. And I'm always, I'm one of those guys that always gets peanut butter crackers. But I get like the eight pack. Oh yeah. You don't see those in Walmart. You go the cheddar or just the plain. Like cheddar cracker. I like cheddar cracker if you can find them. Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's just a plain cracker, though. Uh, coach, I'm going to see Pearl Jam tomorrow. Okay. Taking a day off during the football season, which is rare. Luke, how about this one? Best. You know Best. this word? Concert. Concert ever seen. It's the best concert you've ever seen, Coach. Now, I'm, not, I'm not a big concert guy, I bet, but, but I've been to a few. Um, the last one I went to was Hank Williams Jr. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And Jamie Johnson. Love Jamie Johnson. Yeah, very it's good. Great. Very good. Actually, he might have been bet the, bet the better show. I'm a big fan. I'd be lonely at the top, but it's a stinker at the bottom. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this one. Okay, last one, because we went to a really weird museum when we were in Pocatello. Y'all, y'all did. We went to the Museum of Clean. It's the entire history of all cleaning supplies and equipment in the history of America. I spent a lot of time in the Kirby vacuum section, Coach, and brought back some great memories. 
Best and worst tourist spot you've ever been to in your in your life. Oh gosh, um, man. So the so the worst would probably be, probably be our trips to Hawaii because you didn't really get to be a tourist. Right? Yeah. So like you live. Yeah, what a tease, right? Like like you're there for like couple days and like you just the first person that's ever said that in the history of the world by the way well i mean you're, on, I you're, on, you're on a business trip and, you're, <laughs> and, and and not only that but i'm worried about 80 players yeah. you know like did you like hawaii did you go to that I trip oh okay oh, man. hey next time i told try to get your dad to schedule another trip over there but he says he's not going all that way again <laughs> yeah I, 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 i'll pass on that. okay I'll, get a summer i'll go trip. back to idaho though i'd love to go back to <laughs> i idaho. like that too yeah. uh how about the best one you know that's a good question best best Tourist. You been to Disney yet, Luke? No. That's, oh, man. At that time. Yeah. yeah. Well, Disney, that's where we need to go now. That is exactly right. Okay. Yeah, well, we're right. all set. All right. Uh, what's the schedule this week? Luke, good job. Let's hear from yeah, Luke. Yeah. Good job, Luke. <laughs> Woo! That was good work, buddy. Oh, my gosh. I think we got a whole new segment, Coach. It's going to be good. Oh, man. Luke reads the two-minute drill. All right. So <laughs> what's uh, what's the plan this week as far as travel and all that? Yeah, so we uh, it should be a, a pretty easy week. I mean, we're, we're Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice. Uh, we'll go to class on Friday morning because it's not too long a trip. Um, we'll, we'll push off about 12:30 on uh, Friday Friday afternoon and and make the I don't know four hour or so ride up to Cape Girardeau. We're staying right in town, uh, you know. Get after it. normal 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 uh, kind of a normal road trip for our guys. They're used to that. They're not used to the waking up at 6 a.m. getting sure. on a plane to Idaho. We're used to this type type of trip. Well, good luck this week. Thank you. Look forward All right, to it. Paris trying to make it two in a row. 1 o'clock pregame, 2 o'clock kick. We'll have it for you on the UCA Radio Network. And we'll be back here next week to recap it for you on the Nathan Brown Show right here on 106.7 Buzz 2. Good night, everybody. The Nathan Brown Show has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by the Arkansas Beef Council, Splash Car Wash, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, AT&T, Highland Dairy, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and Conway Corp.